year and only 14 died. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Russ and Mass. No, sorry, sorry. Mass and Russ, no appointment necessary. I'm Russ and with me as always is my good friend, Matt Persant. Hiya, Matt, you okay? Hi, Russ, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. So just for listener benefit, we got a tweet off our number one fan, Claire. And one of the questions what she asked was, why does Russ introduce it as Russ and Matt instead of Matt and Russ? And the answer to that is, it was originally called Russ and Matt, no appointment necessary. The email that I set up is russ.matt.noappointment. But Matt and his wisdom secretly changed it to Matt and Russ. So that's why. That, that's not the truth. Yeah, it is. The truth is we haven't got a photo of me and you in Russ and Matt order. Right, okay, yeah. <laughs> so we didn't want to confuse people. Yeah, that, okay, that's fair enough. But yeah. I'm just on autopilot when I say Russ and Matt. Yeah. So that's you don't that. change, do you? Well, it is my job. What's your job? Change. Transformation. This is why we're on take two. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I suppose. Yeah, we've got to we've got to bring that up. So, this is a re-record of the first one. So we recorded the first one a couple of nights ago, and it, we just didn't feel it, did we? No. Well, we did at the time. Again, I feel like you're misleading the listeners. I'm the one who listened to it. <laughs> yeah, go on. You explain. And you explain. I, I I just thought it was rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> so not only have I had to listen to it I've had to well this is three things I've had to do I've had to record it yeah listen to it yeah record it again yeah and listen to it again right so it needs to be better this time yeah it will it will but like you said we're perfectionists well we've got loyal fans loyal listeners and you know we, we don't want to lose them well yeah and we appreciate them listening <laughs> And we don't want to give them anything that's half fast and we're not happy with because we're asking them to invest time in us. Yeah. So we want to keep, you know, we want to repay that investment with comedy and a podcast they enjoy. Exactly. But I am going to say this. Okay. If this one's rubbish, we're not re-recording it again. I'll just put in the episode description, do not listen. <laughs> yeah. And if it is rubbish then we'll liquidate the partnership and there'll be no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could do that. I mean, Barcelona lost, what was it, 8-2 to Bayern Munich? So even the best have bad days. Yeah, yeah. And if it does go wrong and we do liquidate the partnership, I'd like to advertise my new podcast, Rush Appointment Necessary. (laughs) No one's going to make an appointment if it's as bad as the last one. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And we did get some more questions off another tweeter, another fan, Suf, all the way from Germany. Guten Hagen. Ich bin ein Russ. I can't speak ich German. Bin, ich bin ein Matt. Nein. It is a romantic yeah. language, isn't it? The German language. Very romantic. How do you say no appointment necessary in German? I don't know. Nein appointment. Necessary. <laughs> yeah. It's like um, only fools and horses with Uncle Alvitt and they find that pregnant German in the pub. I can speak <laughs> German. Yeah, okay. What is your name? <laughs> and when she's having the baby, she went down and he went, yeah. She went, Danko. And he went, Frostbrook Dirk. Oh, brilliant. But no, I, I did French at school. I, I I didn't do any. I did engineering. You could get out of it if you did engineering. Yeah. You didn't have to do a language. Bonjour, je m'appelle Rush. Rush, j'adore le fromage. J'adore la discothèque. Je regarde télévision. You know what I've just said? I don't. I don't know what you've just said, but I know that the only word you got wrong was your own name. <laughs> yeah. No, that's French. <laughs> Rush in French is Rush. I'm not having that. No. I think that's just a cop out. I said, hello, my name is Russ. I like cheese, I like the disco, and I watch television. There you go. So Joe Bangles are like that. Yeah. Bonjour, Joe Bangles. J'adore le fromage. 
Okay. Right, let's get on to Sue's questions because we're making tits of ourselves here. Yeah, if she's still here. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm not listening to them idiots. No, listen to these questions, Sue. We're going to answer them for you. Right, so the first one is, how do you feel about putting pineapple on pizza? No go for me. I like it. I can have it. I'll be honest, I am boring when it comes to pizza, though. I'll just have a margarita. That'll do me. Well, try it with pineapple on. Nope. Sue, tweet us. What what do you feel about pineapple on pizza? I like it. I like it. Toilet paper, over or under? Now, I don't understand what this question's asking, and I'm quite prude. I don't like toilet humour. It's not. So, I'd rather skip this. It's not toilet humour, though. There's no... Jokes or disgust. It's just which way do you put your toilet roll on the toilet roll holder? Well, I thought the hygienic it was front to back. It's not how do you wipe your bottom? I, I don't want to talk about it. Come on. No, 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 we will. You know the toilet roll holder yeah. that holds your toilet roll, yeah. which is on your wall. Yeah. All it means is do you put it so the toilet roll's facing over the top or does it come under the top, under the bottom? I don't know. It makes no difference. I'll send you a picture. Yeah. Okay. So, well... Over, by the way, sir, is my answer. Right. I never notice. Um, next question. What's your best type of cheese? It's because you use baby wipes, isn't it? Then <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. Actually, no, because it's totally you. I'm not going to mention it. Right. <laughs> She's asking what our favourite cheese is, and I'm going to say mine is brie. I'm just one of them boring... Um, I forgot what it is now. Cheddar. <laughs> Cheddar. I like a car's water biscuit made in Carlisle Cumbria. Get them, they're nice. Bit of butter, bit of brie, bit of pate, and a bit of onion chutney. Put all that on a car's water biscuit. Delicious. Look, the question was, what cheese do you like? Not what do you put on your biscuit? Right. Don't don't give stuff away for nothing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Lesson learned. <laughs> what mythical creature would improve the world if it most existed? I'm going to say dragon so it could destroy and wipe out all the lumberjacks cutting down the Amazon. And it would probably end up taking out half the trees with it. <laughs> yeah, it would actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the lumberjacks are gone, but the Amazon's on fire. Okay. Mythical creature, I'm going to say Eskimo. So not dragons anymore, then? Well, uh, um, let's... I'll have dragons then if you don't want them, but I'd have them for a different what reason. What would your reason be? Oh, I haven't thought of that yet. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> it's the only other mythical Damn. Next question. What would be the absolute worst name to give your child? Tumor? <laughs> yeah, that's... Hashtag's a name someone's called their kid, isn't it? Um... I saw in the news. See, I can think of a couple of awful names that I know people back in Cumbria have called their kids. In fact, yeah, well, we won't mention I know because someone might have the names of those kids, but there's some names yeah. in Cumbria that people I know, oh my word, awful. People should, some people shouldn't be allowed to name kids. But yeah, I think like for a general name, um, Roadkill would be a pretty crap name to call a kid. I don't think anyone would ever call a kid Roadkill. <laughs> I know, yeah, but it's the worst name you could call a kid, isn't it? Uh, well, yeah, sperm. you've got a point. Yeah, nice sperm. Yeah, baby sperm. Yeah, it's not very good. Right, Jim. <laughs> That's a dog's name. <laughs> what set of items oh. could you buy that would make the cashier the most uncomfortable? Hmm. Um. I think anything at the moment. If you're not wearing a mask. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, COVID medicine. <laughs> Cough mixture. <laughs> yeah. And a thermometer. Um what would make a cashier It's gonna it's gonna be something rude, isn't it? I guess. Yeah. What's the yeah. rudest thing you've ever bought? Like, or what have you what have you bought has made a cash cashier uncomfortable? Um Well I was gonna say I've not bought these, but like you know, like Anne Summers and that I think anything in there. I went to Anne Summers once, right? Ed- this is I've one. never been in and too shy. I can't remember what I was buying. It wasn't a toy. It, I think it was underwear or something. I can't, anyway, 
it was the worst. <laughs> Did it look good it, on yeah, you? It was the worst experience of my life, right? So I was at the till, the Anne Summers in Carlisle, and right next to me was a lass buying like a, a clip tourist vibrator. So not a big one, just like a pocket one. And honest to God, she looked so young. So she was having the conversation with the woman buying that. Then this guy came in and he must have had something wrong with him because he walked through the door, but it was if, you know, like if you're shutting the door and the shutters come down, so you have to like crawl underneath to get through a door. You know what I mean? Yeah. He did that, but for an open door. So he, like, he crawled as if he was crawling through a gap to get through an open door. Maybe he was hiding in an erection. <laughs> well, and then, so I'm already dying off because it's like just uncomfortable being in this type of shop anyway. And next thing, the cashier starts talking to me and she rubs this like gel on my hand and she's like, oh, why don't you try this? And she kept me there for miles longer than I need to be talking through all this stuff. You know when you just like, <laughs> get me out of here? Oh, it's yeah. the worst thing ever. So gel. <laughs> yeah. yeah, gel. Yeah. <laughs> Love gel. Yeah. Right. You're a mad scientist. What scientific experiment would you run if money and ethics weren't an issue? Right. I'm going to sound sick here, but if money and ethics weren't an issue, I'd crossbreed species. So, like, a chihuahua and an elephant, just to see what it would look like. Or, like... What parts? Yeah, which? that's it. Who knows what would come out. Or... I mean, are you giving it the elephant's head or the chihuahua's body? Cause yeah, just and nasty. I'd do that as well, like, swap heads around. So, like, I'd take you and I'd put, like, a dog on your body, a dog's head on your body. I'd do all that type of stuff. I'd just mix stuff up. What have I got to be? Well, whatever you want on your head, you can have. I'll do it. But that's... I'd, I'd like to like be a lion mm. or something. Your body with a lion's head? No, the body's lion. With oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd do that for you. I've been in a fight between Superman and Batman. Superman, hands down. I don't know. I don't like comics. Um. Oh, well, could you just... Say what well, Batman, I, like, I prefer Batman. I prefer Batman to Superman. <laughs> what would your? Yeah, don't leave her hanging. <laughs> Batman, Batman. What? Remember when we went out fancy dresses, the Milky Barkid and Robin? Oh, can I tell yeah, this what? story? Have I told? I don't think we have. Before? I don't think you have. So me and Russ were invited to one of our friends' twenty-first birthday parties, and we'd agreed to be Batman and Robin, yeah. didn't we? And it was all done. Dickhead here, pick Robin. And um, you decided you didn't want to wear a mask. So you turned up as the Milky Bar Kid. But you didn't tell me <laughs> two or three days before <laughs> you turned up as the Milky Bar Kid. <laughs> so I was a Robinless Batman. If I'd have turned up as just Batman, it wouldn't have been a problem. I'd have done that. You'd have texted me three days earlier. Robin on his own, you look a prick. And people noticed yeah, all night. People said, Where's Batman? I said, He's over there giving them girls milky bars. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Oh man, that was good. It felt a right knob, and I didn't have a zip <laughs> for me fucking suit, so I had to take the whole lot off to have a piss. So I was just stood there with red tights and a cape and no top. I'm in a piss. <laughs> And there's no Batman with me. Oh, my God. The only reason we wanted to do it is because we wanted to run through the street and see if we can interrupt a mugging like yeah, an animal's and horses. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh. And the thing is, it turns out, girls in Nottingham love milky bars. <laughs> They're just greedy. So that was what was annoying me. You had all the girls around you. And you had my bloody milky bars. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, he'll be here in a minute. <laughs> Yeah, he's just got to start the van. The bat would be. That's funny, yeah. I remember that. I... Yeah, it was hilarious. I loved every minute of it. But I remember we went to that party and there was only us there. Yeah, that was the thing, wasn't it? There was like eight people there, wasn't there? So we we left the party. Yeah, I felt bad about that, to be fair. Oh, man. Right, what would your weapon of choice be if the zombie apocalypse happened? I would say bow and arrow. 
because it it just looks cool, doesn't it? When you see a bow and arrow and full thrust, like in the films, like what's his name in Lord yeah. of the Rings, Well, I don't yeah, yeah. character, just knocking people down with a bow and arrow. I'd go for looks um, cool and at that. Star Wars and Atat, you know, and yeah. Oh, I don't watch Star Wars. If you could be the fly on the wall, who would you listen in on? I would probably say Boris and Dominic coming. Yeah, big. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Or yeah, Trump and his medical advisor when after he told people to drink bleach. I know what I wouldn't want to have been a fly on the wall on. Part one of the recording. Oh of this yeah, year. we killed a lot of flies that day. <laughs> yeah, we, we. I had a fly in my front room, and he was asking me to let him out. <laughs> what? That's why we re-recorded. <laughs> what is the best slash worst song ever? Best song ever. Nights of Sidonia by Muse. Yeah, we heard that. I've seen that live in Man City Stadium. It's hot. Yeah. It's amazing. It's a masterpiece. And what about your worst song? The Cheeky Bum, or whatever it was. Oh, Cheeky yeah, Girls. Touch my, bu- touch my Bum. And finally, what was your fit? What's yours? Well, I can't, think. Well, I can't well, think of well. any. That's why I was, I was talking you wouldn't point out that I answered, because I can't think of any. I'd, I'd be here all day. Okay, I haven't got a best song. The worst song would be something like, yeah, something like that, or like, you know, yeah. See, I'm mumbling because I can't think. So let's just move on. Okay. Well, at least I've answered your questions. So. What was your favourite TV show growing up? The Simpsons. I'd say I've got two really. I'd say one is Keenan and Kel. Oh, wow. but I always yeah. remember I've got the yeah. best memories. Saturday mornings live and kicking. Just rabbit, rabbit, amazing. I don't, yeah. So, I'd, but I'd say Keenan and Kel. I always remember as well watching. So when I'd stay at my grandma's house, and like if I didn't watch a TV show for whatever reason, they'd they'd always ask if I'd fell out with it. <laughs> so <it'd be> like, <laughs> say if I was watching Keenan and Kel, and it was a, a crap one, a crap episode. I'd, I'd couldn't be bothered watching. She'd be like, "Oh, you haven't got your Keenan and Kel on. Have you, have you fell out with them?" <laughs> you fell out. I'd love like, to fall out. Oh, with you, you're not watching, you know, whatever. You fell out with it. You fell out with it. Like, no, no. My, <laughs> yeah. my little pony. Yeah. You fell out with my little pony. You didn't watch it today. No, no. You fell out with the. You fell out with the powerful <laughs> girls, Russell. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I'd have to say like Keenan and Kel, just great. Still laugh about it now, don't we? Yeah, 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 and. um I mentioned The Simpsons, one, because it was the legitimate answer to my question, and two, tell everyone what happened over the weekend on Twitter, yeah. Russ. Well, if you haven't seen, we put a tweet out about, it was a, a map of the world that we uh, that said everywhere The Simpsons had been, every country they've been, and we got two likes off two Simpsons executive producers, and the official Simpsons Twitter page liked it as well. Now, that's yep. amazing, that. And it's probably the biggest tweet we've ever put out. Nearly a thousand likes and retweets. So, yep. And ten <laughs> yeah, new followers. Yeah. It's been seen by a hundred thousand people. But we've got ten followers. <laughs> so that's the sort of the yeah. ratio, isn't it? We got more people on the back of um, speaking to a guy who asks people yeah, about yeah. cheese. One of the world's most famous, longest-running comedy sitcoms. But you know, yeah. That's how it no, truth to be, that was really good. So. I also woke up this morning to our first, I would call it abuse or trolley. <laughs> Someone put the map of future oh, no, armor, yeah, so some guy put, um, I wonder what you're on about then. Yeah, so some guy put the same map on, but for countries, the King of the Hill family, but it King was only America and Canada. So I just tweeted back, it's a joke, no one cares. Which, to be fair, no one did care. He... Hit the <laughs> roof. Yeah, he wasn't happy, was he? <laughs> and the thing was, he says, "Look at you with all your hashtags trying to get attention. We're trying to spread the word yeah. of our podcast. We're all we want <laughs> yeah. is attention. 
Without attention, it's just me and Russ <laughs> on the phone. Yeah. yeah. And these are pretty much what our phone conversations are like anyway. Yeah. Apart from when it goes crap, we don't ring each other two days later <laughs> and have the same conversation again. So we hope you've answered your questions satisfactory there, Sue. And uh, please tweet us the answers to your questions. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. We'd love if to anyone know else has what got you questions, think. tweet us or email us. Tweet us at, at no underscore appointments or email us at rust.math.noappointments at gmail.com. I suppose you've saved that. We don't have to listen no, to that at the end now, do we? Anyway. Yeah. I'll, I'll just, cut, I'll just add that <laughs> yeah. bit into the edit. So, we'll get on to the show. So, today's show is all about space and the universe. Let's go. Okay, so, do you know much about space and the universe, Matt? Uh, I probably know more about this than anything else we've covered. Okay, that's good. Not to a good level. Right. I know well, the planets and all that. Right, well, I'll start with an interesting one, okay? Well, I'm, I don't just start an interesting one, Russ. Make them all interesting. <laughs> yeah, this, is why we, this is why I'm here on a Monday night. <laughs> you know what I mean. I should be watching the uh, double curry tonight. No. Right. When astronauts return from spacewalks and remove their helmets, they are welcomed back with a peculiar smell, an odor that is distinct and weird. Something astronauts have described it like seared steak and also hot metal and welding fumes. It also smells like gunpowder. So that is what space smells like. Interested. You wouldn't think that, would you? Um, I it's a bit of an odd like blend, isn't it? I think it would have like a plasticky smell. Yeah, I, I would say more like a, a moist, like like you know. Um, there's no, there's no water in space. No, no, no. Let me finish. Sorry. You know when you have like that acid rain. <laughs> no. You know the smelly rain you have. You mean when it hits the concrete on like a sunny day, the tarmac, and it smells. Yeah. So acid rain. It is. <laughs> Wait, it was. Just you, you know the rain, Lorraine. It's called acid. It's called acid rain, isn't it? Right. Carry on. But that's what I thought it'd smell like, anyway. You know that smelly rain. Yes. Yeah, God, rain. we've got the long way around to describe that. <laughs> right. Well, take three Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think like seed dick. That would smell nice. Well, they didn't say it didn't smell. Yeah, it might smell nice, but not blended in with welding fumes and gunpowder. Gun yeah, gunpowder doesn't smell nice. I remember when we were in the Navy and the fire and the guns, it, it's not a good smell, that is it. It yeah. was awful. Do, do you know, yeah, when I first joined the ship, yeah, yeah I, the first ever shooting exercise, the gun went off as I pressed the start button on the lathe. so I pressed the button on the lathe and the ship went bang and wobbled I thought what the fuck have I just done (laughs) you you didn't fire the gun did you no I didn't fire it was just a a well I don't know that's funny that's funny I just remember shouting to Cuz Cullen the um, Eris PO I said what have I done what have I done he says it's just the gun chill out don't leave the lathe unattended while it's running (laughs) right I'll give you some quick fire facts, okay? Yeah. So a neutron star, so a new, I'll explain what a neutron star is first, so this isn't that quick fire. So neutron, neutron stars are one of the possible evolutionary endpoints of high-mass stars. They're born in a core collapse of a supernova star explosion, okay? Yeah. And they can spin at a rate of 600 rotations per second. That is insane. Mm-hmm. I think I'll be my brain can't even comprehend that speed. Yeah, space is completely silent. Yeah, I can imagine that. Yeah, so true, yeah. Obviously, sound waves need medium to travel. Space is a vacuum, so that's quite obvious. Okay. Yeah. The Apollo astronauts' footprints on the moon will probably stay there for at least a hundred million years, and that's because the moon's cold. Wait, the moon doesn't have an atmosphere and there's no wind or water to erode them. When they say one small step for man and all that, that's literal, isn't it? 
he is part of history for hundreds of millions of years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we're all just become little bones and fossils and all sorts, but he's made his mark on ah, the universe. But wait till we get later on. We won't be bones and fossils. Stay tuned. Okay. So this is a pretty cool fact. If two pieces of the same type of metal touch in space, they will bond and be permanently stuck together. That's kind of like me and you when we met, isn't it? That is it? it. And this effect is called welding. That's what it's called. And it happens because the atoms of the individual piece of metal have no way of knowing that they are different pieces of metal. So the lumps join together. Right. So I'll give a couple of facts about the wider universe, okay? This is the bit that blows my mind. So the universe has the same temperature everywhere. Hey. So the temperature of the universe is the same everywhere. How the hell does that work? Its temperature is minus 270 degrees Celsius. So, hey, how, how the hell is that? Nah, I don't, that, I can't even compute that. Yeah, it, I think how big it is as well. Yeah, but what about, like, you know, my fridge is more than that. <laughs> and that's on the universe. Well, there you go. 95% of the universe is invisible. So that's not an explanation. That's just moving on. Because <laughs> I can't explain it. <laughs> okay. Go on. <laughs> the universe was born. So obviously it's not existed forever. And then that you can get onto, well, what was before the universe? Oh, the universe don't. expanded. What it expanded into? But do you know how old the universe was or is? Go on. Have a guess. Freaking hell. There's no number to it, though. It's just infinite, no, isn't it? It is 13.82 billion years old. Oh, so that is when man. all matter, energy, space, and even time erupted into a fireball called the Big Bang. But there was time before that. Well, there wasn't. This is what I mean. It's like Inception. Before that, even if it was just thin air, there was something there that created all this stuff to happen. Yeah. Crazy, isn't it? And what was before that? What was before that? What was before that? What's behind the universe? Oh, man. Why are you this subject? <laughs> right. I'll go on to an easy one then, okay? So, I don't know. This is a long number, and I don't know what this number is. So, I'm going to read it out with the number of zeros, Okay. So yep. there are this many stars in the universe, okay? So bear me, bear with me. One, zero, 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 zero. That's how many stars there are in the universe. That is just, and and like the sun's a star, isn't it? Yeah. And that's got, what, eight planets now because Pluto got downgraded, yeah. didn't it? <laughs> so if all of them have just got eight planets, yeah, there's got to be another matter of rust. Well, somewhere. there's a hundred billion galaxies in the universe. and But because we haven't got the best technology, telescope technology, they believe that once that improves, they'll be able to see 200 billion galaxies. Oh, yeah. man. I've never felt so insignificant before. Yeah. And Some clever person has invented that telescope. And just to give you an even more mind-boggle on the size, right? So a light year is the distance covered by light in one year, okay? Yeah. Light move. You have to bear with me on this. Light moves at velocity of 168,411 miles, so 300,000 kilometers a second okay so one mm. light year is equal to five nine or three zero two six three two six two five five miles oh, so that's five with 12 zeros whatever that is okay so i think how many th- yes yeah, that's crazy okay yeah our milky way so where earth is in our little galaxy is 105,700 light years wide. Good so God. that's 
105,700 times five with 12 zeros. And that's how, how crazy is that? Russ, have you ever had a headache um, on exactly one side of your yeah, head? Yeah, and I've got it right now, and it hurts. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. And just to final finish this one off, just to really give you a nosebleed, it would take a spaceship 450 million years to travel to the centre of our galaxy. <sighs> so if you think how big that is, and how many planets, and there's 100 billion potentially 200 billion galaxies there has to be life there has to be other planets like Earth of course yeah. I know it's it's like that Shakespeare thing isn't it have you heard that, the thing with Shakespeare and yeah. monkeys have you or I'm you just saying, saying that please explain silence me <laughs> they, they reckon if there was an infinite amount of monkeys with an infinite amount of typewriters, eventually they would rework the works of Shakespeare. Yep. And I've no idea what that's going to do with any of this. I'm just adding to the head. Yeah, that's good. Really appreciate yeah. appreciate your input. <laughs> I, I thought that was going somewhere. No, no, actually, I can salvage this. So what I'm saying is, and I don't know what I'm saying. Oh, what am I saying? <laughs> right, can I just give this final fact and then you can say what you're going to say? I'm just trying to weave it out the headache, so I've got it on both sides. If an astronaut took his helmet off in space, he'd be exposed to the hard vacuum. Within a moment, the air would rush out of the lungs. He'll fall unconscious, starve of oxygen, suffocate, and his head would burst. So, you know, like, NASA and astronauts and all these scientists that find these galaxies and that. Clever, aren't they? Very. I imagine, like, because, you know, most jobs, there's a lot of people, me and you most likely included, who've got jobs, but they don't really know what's going on around them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Homer Simpson in the power plant. He hasn't got a clue. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I imagine NASA is not one of them places. I imagine if me and you worked at NASA, and yeah. we didn't have a clue, we would not have been able to black it like we blagged the Navy, would we? So basically, imagine in NASA with someone saying, right, Russ, Matt, we need you to configure this supercomputer. So we, and we'd be like, what? Yeah. Well, actually, start cooking paint at each other. <laughs> to be fair, I've actually been in that situation. What, you've worked for NASA? <laughs> oh, yeah, I was sacked. <laughs> so when I was at school, so 15, so there was yeah. a restaurant near to where we lived. And I got a job there as a waitress. Hold on a minute. Yeah, hold on. We're saying that we'd be out of our depth at NASA and you're on about a job at... Well, listen, uh, listen how out of depth I was, okay? Yeah. So I was about 15, 16, and I got a job. So my first day, the woman, there was like head waitress, I think there was only two of us waiting on. She goes, right, you need to fold these napkins into swans and then left. <laughs> yeah. I'd never folded a napkin into a swan in my life, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, obviously, I tried. <laughs> I tried. It didn't work. So, none of the napkins got folded into swans. She came back, realised I hadn't done anything. It was raging. But I was like, but I was like, you never showed me what to do. You know what I mean? So, that didn't go down well. So, if we were at NASA, they said, right, Russ, we just need you to send this rocket to space. See you in a bit. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't be going anywhere. So... Because I was only at this restaurant two weekends, two Saturdays. So that was... Through your choice or theirs? Both. Okay. I went on I went on holiday and I didn't tell them. So the Saturdays. What, like when they announced a football manager's been sat by mutual consent when you know full well it was not consent <laughs> by the manager? Yeah. I, I thought, yeah, that's it. I went over to a woman and said, Mum, I've left due to mutual consent. <laughs> 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 so the second incident that happened, these... This family came in and asked if they could pay by card. I said, yeah. They ordered a massive meal, went to pay the bill. Turns out we didn't have a card reader. <laughs> <laughs> so they couldn't pay my card. <laughs> so that all the <laughs> And the third thing that happened, and this is all God's honest truth. Oh, God. Third thing that happened, these people came. I think it was only two of them. 
they ordered a meal. I added it up to 60 odd quid and it was probably came to about 20. <laughs> so my career in the restaurant industry did not go well. So, you know, when you said you went on holiday? Yeah. That was gardening, really, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, Russ, we're gonna what we want you to go on that <laughs> and then not come back. Russ, we booked you a holiday. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. But then the second job I got after that was in a, my mum's friend's ice cream shop, and that was the best job I ever had. Oh did they have a card machine? Yeah, they had everything. I used to clean the vans on a Saturday morning, raise them going out, and I used to lock up the shop and it was amazing. But one thing that did got done, every night, I know we're going off the university, like, but every night, an ice cream van driver used to come in, go to the freezer, take a tub of ice cream home, and say, this is my supper type thing, right? Every day, he stole a tub of ice cream. I, a couple of lassies walked past her and you. I opened the window, gave them three little tubs of free ice cream, and he grasped me up. <laughs> 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 Although, to be fair, the owner... Said he wasn't bothered about me giving away ice cream. <laughs> he was bothered about the fact I'd left the window open in the shop because it'd be robbed. Luckily, it wasn't robbed. <laughs> oh. So that's oh. my work experience before the Navy. Oh. Oh, man. Funny. I'm so glad we've re recorded now because none of that would have made it. Yeah. Funny. Oh. Right. God. So, let's... so what were we talking about before remember. we went on to your CV? I can't even remember. I know I haven't really done myself any favours there, have I? No. Sacked from an ice cream shop. Right. Sacked from a restaurant. Next stop, the Royal Navy. Yeah. That just goes to show, doesn't it? They'll have anyone. Yeah, big style. Yeah. Right. So I'll go... Before we talk about our solar system... I'll just give a couple of nice juicy facts, okay? So have you heard of a pulsar? Um, no. A pulsar is a highly magnetised ro- rotating compact star that em- emits beams of electromagnetic radiation out of its magnetic poles, and they actually look really cool. Okay. Nice have you heard of a quasar? Nope. A quasar is an extremely luminous active gal- galactic nucleus in which a supermassive black hole with a mass ranging from millions to billions of times the mass of the sun is surrounded by a gaseous assertion disk. No, it isn't. Accretion disk. <laughs> <laughs> tomato, tomato. Yeah, yeah. What's a couple of letters between friends? Yeah. <laughs> a neutron star. Have you heard of a neutron star? I've heard of that, yeah. A neutron star is a collapsed core of a massive supergiant star which had a total mass of between 10 and 25 solar masses, possibly more if the star was especially metal-rich. Beautifully red. <laughs> Beautifully red. Don't understand any of it. It's just words, isn't it? Big star. I hope someone listens to this and finds it interesting. I know we're going to probably lose a lot of listeners, but, you know... It's don't say that. Right. So we'll start off with our sun, okay? So our sun weighs about three hundred and thirty thousand times more than the Earth. I don't I can't yeah. Okay. You didn't sound too impressed with that, Matt. I, I thought the earth would be heavier because it's more solid, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. It's it how old do you think our sun is? Oh, Two billion years. Oh, close. 4.6 billion years. Do you know what's so depressing? What? We've already recorded this one, so I've still got it wrong. <laughs> yeah. Do you know how hot its surface temperature is? No. So you weren't listening. Five. <laughs> and I've edited it since I've heard it. 5,500 degrees Celsius. That's hot. Wow. And you know what type of sun it is? What, t- what type of the sun is? Um, Come on. Ah. Uh, uh... It's a dwarf. A yellow dwarf. Yeah. A yellow dwarf. And in Cumbrian, where I'm from, that would be pronounced yellow dwarf. Yeah. So the sun is all the colours mixed together, and that's why it appears white to our eyes. Interesting. It's 109 times wider than the Earth. Yeah, could get on board with One that. One million Earths could fit inside the sun. Fucking hell. 
one day, really? one day the sun will be about the size of the Earth. So basically, so that's where we're. God, that's where we're God, isn't After it? its red giant phase, the sun will collapse. It will take an enormous mass with an approximate volume of our planet. When this happens, it will become a white dwarf, and that's when it sucks up the Earth and we die. So we won't be fossils; we'll just be eaten by the sun. That's not going to happen. Like in the next, that's not what. 2021's got in store for us, is it? No, it's going to be like um, a few billion years away. Oh, don't worry. Because humans won't even exist by then. No, we'll all be dead. Don't worry. Are we we accelerating that at the moment with all the carbon footprint and all that? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Do you know about the moon? Yeah. So they reckon the moon was created when a giant impact something smashed into the side of the earth and took a chunk away. See, I don't I don't believe that. Well, that's what they say. And there's actually How is it... times in ancient texts and scholars have written about a time before the earth had a moon and some believe that it's an actual alien satellite. But how is it so perfectly round? Gravity, when it spins. Yeah, that's a reasonable answer. Thank you. Yeah. Do you know we? Do you reckon that? Do you know we only ever see one side of the moon? I was just going to ask you. Look, you're going off on one. Sorry, go on. We analyse these stats. Do you reckon the bit that it took off is now what the sea is? The, the water just filled in the gap. No. No, definitely not. That's silly. It's not silly. It, it's logical. No. Right. Because the continental plates move and... No. Right. Yeah, but why do they move? Because the moon pulled away and no. created all that movement. Do you know how far away the moon is from the Earth? No. 384,400 kilometres. That's not too bad, That's is close. it? close. Do you know how many men have landed on the moon? Nine. Twelve. First one was in 1969, near Armstrong. And the last one was in 1972. See, this is another thing that puzzles me. And you'll be on board here once you get out of that fish tank you're in because you've got all weird sounding. Yeah, hello. Where were you? You just stick your head under the back. I think my finger was over it. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) My finger was on the mic. Where did I put my finger? I know. There's a microphone there. (laughs) Sorry. Go on. That won't interfere with the recording one bit. So anyway, yeah, you said nineteen seventy-two was the last one, yet. Yeah. So what? What's that now? Is that what? Thirty-eight, forty-eight yeah, years. Yeah. With all the technology we've got, how have we not been since? Well, I don't know. But... You think it'd be like a regular thing now, every other week? Well, one theory is that when the astronauts landed on the moon for the first time. They were met by aliens and they've never been back because we only see one side of the moon and they reckon the dark side, there might be aliens on it. Oh, they see me out because when Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin went to the moon for the first time, and this is genuinely true, they saw flashing lights when they flew up because they were that concentrating on it, they didn't report it or even think about it. And last bit, if you look at the press conference, right, imagine if me and you went to the moon no, <laughs> that's the last thing I want to but, like, We landed back on Earth in our press conference. You'd be absolutely buzzing, wouldn't you? I'd have a bit of a beer, my boy. Yeah, they'd be yeah. excited, big smile. When they got interviewed, and you can see it, they look depressed, sad, and they hardly give any answers. And they reckon it's because they've seen something that scared them, and that's why we haven't been back. Or it could be because, you know, you know it's obviously been their lifelong dream, hasn't it, to go to the yeah. moon? And if it wasn't as like imagine your lifelong dream, yeah, yeah. and then you achieve it, and, and it mine's shit. to meet Geordie Marsh. I've lived her since I was yeah. fifteen years old. Oh, she's vile. Yeah, say you met her, yeah, and she was just boring, no personality, didn't like the way you made swab that kid. <laughs> yeah, then you would be a bit depressed. You thought my lifelong dream, yeah, done. Okay, yeah. I was a bit depressed when I come back from Malta. <laughs> why did you not like it? No, but I always thought it'd be good. So that's probably why. Not because I've seen aliens. Oh, right, okay. And the thing is, we'll never know now what Neil Armstrong saw because he's dead. No, he isn't. 
He is. No, he isn't. Neil Armstrong's not dead. Russ, Neil Armstrong is dead. <laughs> he, what, is he, he must have just died. Russ, listen. Do you remember way back when this podcast was just a fetus? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, they're not a fetus. It was probably three months old in baby. In, in baby yeah, years. Yeah. And I think it was our Urban Myths episode where we discussed Mandela effect. Yeah, yeah, okay. One of the Mandela effects was that Neil Armstrong's no, dead. Well, you never read, you never read that out. Because I thought it was common knowledge. I only wanted to read ones out that people would have thought, yeah. So you didn't know? <laughs> no, no, definitely not. And I promise you, he, he died August 2012. No, no, sorry, definitely not. I didn't. Russell <laughs> David Circus. If, if did, yeah, just thanks, tell loads of people my name. If um, <laughs> if I'd no, because if he'd have died in 2000, I'd have known that. No, but that was why it's the Mandela effect. Do you remember what a Mandela yeah, effect what people was? think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neil Armstrong is one. Right. And the way you're reacting yeah. now. I'm hoping our listeners are having the same Well, uh, well I never... Google it. Neil Armstrong died in August 2012. That's crazy, that, like. Which begs the question, why wasn't that big news? Yeah, I thought I'd have known about it. He's probably the most remarkable man that's ever yeah. lived. First man to go to the moon. Well, how old do you think the moon is? Um... Twenty-five million Close. years old. Ninety-five million. Right, I'll give you a couple of quick facts about our planet, and then we'll move on to the last bit, which is about animals in space. Oh, okay. Right. All right. Yeah. So Mercury, first one. It's the smallest planet. Russ, sorry to be a pedant, pedant as yeah. they call them. We don't live on Mercury. No, it's the smallest planet. You said, do you want some facts on our planet? Oh, did I? Sorry. Do you want yeah, our planets in the solar system then? Well, we have be more specific. Did you know if you stood on Mercury, you would weigh 30 per, 38% of your body weight that you do on Earth? Oh, That's dear. a good diet. <laughs> well, actually, don't, because you can, if you were to drink liquid Mercury, you'd die. So, That's better than the Atkins diet, isn't it? A deer on the surface of Mars, Mercury even, lasts 176 Earth days. So if you think you're having a long day here, this is going to work. You're having a longer day. And do you know how long a year takes on Mercury? 88 Earth days. Right. You're going to have to do that again. 88 Earth days. He's a year on Mercury, yeah. But how long? 176 Earth days. So days longer yeah. than years. I hope they haven't got a pandemic <laughs> going on at the moment. So there you go. There you go. Jesus Christ. Actually, that makes sense, yeah, because I'm being thick here, because yeah, a day can be different on how fast it spins on its Yeah, axis, and a year it? is out when it spins around the sun. Yeah, yeah. Its yeah. surface temperature Still. is 462 degrees. And it was first recorded in the 17th century by Babylonian astronomers. Cool. Venus is made up of a central iron core, rocky mantle, and silicate crust. Don't ask what silicate is, I don't know. A day on Venus would take 117 Earth days, and a year is 225 Earth days. And the surface Good temperature God. is 471 degrees Celsius. You know that gif of Alan from The Hangover where he's doing a casino car count and it's got all the equations <laughs> yeah, above it. That's what's there. happening here. That's, that's my front room. That's what I'm seeing when I look and in the mirror. And it was discovered in the second millennium BC by Egyptian astronomers. So there you go. Oh, Very okay. good. No point talking about Earth, but the only good thing about Earth is no one knows who called it Earth. And no one's allowed to leave the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. So Mars has the tallest mountain in the solar system. Olympus Mons is a shield volcano and is 21 kilometres high. That's yeah. pretty cool. 
No. Is that it? No, no sorry, I was just trying to think of the next one. <laughs> one day, Mars will have a ring. When Jupiter proposes. Cool. <laughs> no. Oh, In the next God. 20 to 40 million years, Mars's largest moon, Phobos, will be torn apart by gravitational forces leading to the creation of a ring that could last up to 100 million years. I wish we had a ring. Yeah, I think it would look quite cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. It's only Saturn that's it got is, a ring, yeah. isn't it? The surface temperature of Mars is minus 108 degrees Celsius, and it was discovered in the 7th century by Babylonian astronomers. I'll tell you what. There's people back in these old times, more advanced oh, yeah. than they'll ever be. Jupiter is the fourth biggest object in our solar system. Sorry, not biggest, brightest. <laughs> Only the Sun, Moon and Venus are brighter. It was discovered by the Babylonians again in the 7th century. Well, they're good, these guys, aren't they? And it's named yeah. after the Roman god, Jupiter. No. <laughs> Groundbreaking. <laughs> That's what's so good about this show. We're always learning. <laughs> it has the shortest day of all the planets. It spins on its axis every nine hours and 55 minutes. Mm-hmm. So that's quite quick. Sorry, you caught me in mid of a drink then. Yeah. yeah. Don't be and sorry. The you great to... red spot in Jupiter is a giant storm that's been around for 350 years. Marvelous. Saturn. Is named for the Roman god Saturnus. There you go. Oh, well, what a <laughs> twist that one! Yeah. It's the most distant planet that can be seen with the naked eye. I, when I look in the stars, I could not tell you what was a planet and what was a star. Well, this episode is inspiring me to yeah, get the telescope. Cool. We should have got a telescope company to that can be our this show. sixth YouTube channel episode. R- R- what, yeah. Matt gets look, the telescope. look at telescopes. <laughs> look at them or look <laughs> through them. them. Is it going to be us looking in the sky or us in a telescope shop? <laughs> yeah, I'll have that one. Saturn is the flattest planet. The flat yeah. Earth is a lot. Orbits, Saturn orbits the sun once every 29.4 Earth years. It's a long year. Yeah. And it's made up of mostly hydrogen. Uranus is often referred to as an ice giant. It has the coldest temperatures of any planet, minus 224 degrees Celsius. And it has two sets of very thin coloured rings. So Saturn is the only one with rings. Um, It was discovered on the 23rd of September, 1846, by Urbain Le Verre and Jean Gaulle. Johan Gall. So why did he call it Uranus? Must have, one of them must have fell out with the other. Yeah. Neptune is the most distant planet from the sun. It's the smallest gas giant. And a year lasts 165 Earth years. And it's named after the Roman god, god of the sea. Neptune. We you have him. across the equator. Across the equator, yeah. The atmosphere of Neptune is made of hydrogen, helium, and some methane, which is crazy that they knew that. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Well, did they know that? Well, it's just, just yeah, but it's so far it? away. It's it's crazy, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. And just to throw Pluto in, even though it's not a planet, but he still should have some recognition. Yeah, he did deserve that. Um... Two facts. It's it? smaller than the United States of America, and it was named after the Did Disney dog. It was. It wasn't. No. Really? Or was the Disney dog named after the planet? Yeah. I you did. gave it to me. And just a bit. Because I believe yeah, everything no, you say. It's all true. Apart there from are that. more stars in space than there are grains of sand in the world. So, Russ, obviously, we re-recorded because in the original recording, 
you discussed every last little thing that was in space. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. And space is infinity, so it was a long episode. Yeah. Before we go, is there anything else you want to throw in? Animals. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This is a new one then, because we didn't talk about them the other day. Animals in space. Okay. So when I said to you in a... Well, I had to ring you, didn't I? So, Russ, got a bad feeling about this episode. Yeah. We'll, we'll do it again, but just let's condense it a bit. Yeah. You went, I know what. I'll look for something else to talk about <laughs> that yeah. I could add to a really long episode. But, yeah, okay, we'll talk about animals. Well, animals that have been sent into space include monkeys, apes, dogs, cats, tortoises, mice, frogs and insects and the United States started flying them into space between 1948 and 1961 what was the purpose with one flight in 1969 and 1985 that's a bit silly so it didn't end in 1961 so this is the thing well researched honest facts Go on, what were you going to say? I was going to say, why did they do it? Like, was it just like, like, you know, when they like test lipstick on monkeys? Yeah. Was it sort of that sort of theme? Pretty like, much, test, yeah, yeah. Test space on animals before we send Neil Armstrong up because we want, we don't want him to die in 2012. Yeah. <laughs> so, but they've actually used animals in like 1783 when a sheep, a and a rooster were sent up in a newly invented hot air balloon. What? Yeah. <laughs> it actually flew for two miles and landed safely. So you're telling me that did these animals all come back safe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's amazing. So what do you think the first animals in space were? Well, I thought you'd already told me. Fruit flies. Huh? They were okay. launched in a captured Nazi V2 rocket on the 2nd of February 1947. The flies reached an altitude of 68 miles and were recovered alive by a parachute. Bloody hell. A mouse was launched in 1950. It attained an altitude of 85 miles but died when the rocket disintegrated due to a parachute failure. Oh, that's a shame. Albert II became the first monkey in space in 1949. Whoa. Albert II? I don't know what happened to Albert I. Okay, yeah. He reached an altitude of 83 miles but died on impact when the parachute failed. That's two parachute failures. Here we go. go. A previous monkey, Albert One, died when the V2 rocket failed before reaching peak altitude. Two other monkeys, Albert Three and Albert Four, also died when their rockets failed. Did they only call them Albert then? Must have done. A total of 32 monkeys have been flown into space. Did any of them survive? Albert 29. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Albert 78. Well, there was 32, Russ, so... Yeah, it was a joke. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Shut yeah. up. Well, you stole my joke, because I said Albert 29 first. In the 1950s, the Soviet Union launched a total of 12 dogs. And an interesting fact is that they used stray dogs... of one. Peter 2. No, Rover. Oh, Rover. Oh. No, it wasn't. They used stray dogs because they thought they were better capable of handling the cold. That's a good logic. Laika became the first living being to orbit the Earth and Sputnik 2 in 1957. She died several hours into the flight of stress and heat. That was a dog. It's getting a bit sad now. I've just bought a dog as well. Have you? Well, yeah, it's been born. And I've, we've put our name to it, someone we know, getting it at the end of November. All right. Yeah. We're not sending it to space, so we're not calling it out. <laughs> the Soviet Union, Sputnik 5, in 1960, was the first to return animals alive from orbit. Oh, that's nice. The passengers, that's a happy ending. The passengers were Belka and Strelka, plus a grey rabbit, 42 mice, two rats, two rats and fruit flies. You sure this wasn't Noah's Ark? <laughs> Sounds like it, doesn't it? 
1959, the Soviet Union launched two dogs and a rabbit. Why would this? I don't understand why the. Well, anyway, it's crazy. And in 1961, Ham the chimpanzee flew a Mercury capsule on a suborbital trajectory three months before Alan Shepard's flight. Enos became the first chimp to orbit a Mercury spacecraft on November the 29th, 1961, and both chimps survived their flights. Oh, right. I'm glad. I'm glad. 1963. Dead wasps. To spe- oh, there's more. Yeah, there's, there's a couple more. more. <laughs> there's more. The French launched its first cat into space in 1963. She reached an altitude of 100 miles and landed home safely. Can I ask you a question, Rob? Yeah. When I texted you and said, this episode's got too much on, did I forget to put, don't find any more facts? Well, that's it now, we're done. Did I forget to write the don't? (laughs) Did you read it as, find more facts? (laughs) Yeah, that was it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, well, that, that was a nice, well, yeah, it was, Interested then, did you? Yeah. So, yeah. we wouldn't. It's weird about them sending animals to space, isn't it? Yeah. They need yeah. to test it. Seems unnecessary. Why? Well, they, you know, they've got no choice, have they? The astronauts have the choice. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But uh, the last one, one of the last ones. This is a happy ending. In the late nineteen sixties, NASA launched a series of biosatellites carrying insects, frog flies microorganisms and plants. The third and final biosatellite carried a pigtailed monkey. It died hours after landing from a heart attack. Oh. So there we go. That's animals in space. Yeah. Oh, what's... (laughs) Sorry, bit of a downer. I know. There you go. But interesting, sending animals to space. And you've got to think as well how many animals are probably still floating around in their dead, just floating around in space. Because if, yeah. if you were an astronaut and you ended up drifting out into space, two things are going to happen to you. One, you'll just float out to space and suffocate. Or two, you'll uh, come back to Earth and you'll burn up on re-entry. Well, this has got a bit sinister. Right, there it? we go. Yeah. That concludes our Space and Universe episode. Have you had fun? <laughs> I have actually, yeah, until I read the bit about the animals. Yeah, I was going to say. We've got to redo this all again now. <laughs> Take three. <laughs> yeah. No, so that was good. Hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, it was better. It was better. Like we said, we, we don't, you know, if you order your steak rare and we send it out medium, we're going to do you another well, steak, aren't we? I'm going to name and shame the restaurant. Oh, Grand Pacific no. in Manchester, yeah? Yeah. Before lockdown. Well, a while about two years ago before lockdown. Me, me, my before we get <laughs> me and my cousin went for a steak. Well, we went for something to eat. I met her. We had because I'd seen her for a while, so we had a couple of drinks. We had something to eat. I ordered a steak rare. It come medium. The waiter then returned with the same steak and said, "It is rare. It's just <laughs> the light that makes it look medium." And I said, "No, it's not the light. It's the texture and taste." Maybe, maybe we should uh, release the, the recording we did Friday. And if someone says, oh, that's rubbish, we say, no, it is funny. You just listened to it in the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was the wrong light. But like, I couldn't believe yeah. they used that as an excuse. <laughs> Clowns. Yeah. But there you go. So we hope you've enjoyed our re-recorded episode of Space and the Universe. We hope you found it interesting and we hope your head isn't hurting too much. But just to do your head in, is the aliens out there? Have they visited Earth? What's in it? What's in oh. Area 51? What's on the dark side of the moon? So many planets, there has to be life out there. What's the universe expanding into? Who knows? So, Russ, is next week's episode going to hurt your brain as much Definitely. as Definitely. It's going to hurt our brains and our emotions, and we'll bring on some PST. PST, what is it? PDST, what is it? I don't, I have no idea. PTSD. Oh, P. PTSD. Yeah. We're talking about fatherhood and parenting from our perspective. Yeah, how not to do it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So that'll be quite an interesting one. We'll have some uh, facts about the human body, pregnancy, child, birth, all that. And we'll 
tell some funny stories of what we're going through. You have how old are your kids? Um, oh God, right on the spot there. Seven and yeah. four. So mine's nearly two for, for another three weeks. So mine's nearly two. So we've got a bit of an age range. Do you want to hear something? Yeah, now? yeah, Weird. please. My son, Thomas is born on the fourth of November. Yeah. Ben's born on the eighth of November. Yeah. They were both due on the 5th of November. So you only have sex one day a year then? Yep, 5th of February. <laughs> Not even Valentine's night. 6 o'clock till 6.15. Where do you wait till Valentine's? Where do you wait hey. till Valentine's? I don't know. Well, because they were, if they were due on the 14th of November, I would have made that joke, but it was the 5th. Well, here's one for you. My One of my best mates from Cumbria... I'm the godfather to one of his sons who was born on, I should know this, but I don't. So let's just for argument's sake say the 1st of January, even though it's not the date. Yeah? Yeah. They've had another son, another child, who I can't remember how old he is or what the age difference is. But let's... You're a really good godfather. Let's for argument's sake say it's five years. Okay? So So one was born on the 1st of January. Five years later, the second one was born on the 1st of January. For argument's sake, I don't know what the exact... Basically, what I'm trying to say is they're both born on the same day, years apart. Okay. <laughs> exactly the same as my story. Sorry, that was really long-winded. But I knew what I was trying to say. So Yeah. Okay, yeah. so... <laughs> Cheers, Buster. On that bombshell. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for sticking with us and waiting for the... Uh, Mark two of this episode. We hope you've enjoyed it. And we hope it was worth the wait. Again, like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Tell your friends and send us a tweet at at no underscore appointment or send us an email at rust.matt.noappointment at gmail.com. Anything else, Matt? Leave us a review. Yes, please. We're still five star. Yeah, well, I don't even care if it's three now. Just want the reviews. I just want to know what people think. Well, we get think. good feedback on Twitter. We do, yeah, but um, I want more. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> fingers crossed okay. you'll get more. So thanks for listening, everyone. Stay safe out there, and we'll see you later. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. Bye bye.